It's the Post Pod Show. The cowboy hat's back. Cowboy hat's you know on. what? I don't even think we need a shtick or any sort of a format if you've got the cowboy hat. That is 100% accurate. I believe it. All right. Well, in that case, today, let's talk about a little something, something. Let's talk about a thing. You know what I heard? I read this in the newspaper. It was also yeah. on Wikipedia. I don't know if you heard about this, but- It's not Wikipedia or is it Wikipedia? It's pronounced Wikipedia. Another one you may not have known. It's actually not pronounced microwave. It's pronounced microwave. Whoa. I saw it on the internet. It was on Instagram. It's probably correct. It's okay. Definitely. Don't look it up. Uh, the postseason has been delayed. And what I mean by that is, um, I don't know, maybe this happened to you. Maybe it hasn't happened to you. But uh, have you ever noticed that editing and post-production sometimes takes a lot longer than you said it was going to? Like, you're like, hey, our episode will be out tomorrow. And then 2026 rolls around. And <laughs> and you have delays. I, I would actually even argue part of that delay is because most of us can't even find the raw recordings that we go through, which we just went through for this particular show. It's true. I, I have that happen a lot. I record things and then they go into like a, a particular folder and there's just, just giant folder of files. And then, uh, and then I forget to get them to my producer editor. And she's like, what's the name of the episode? And where's the video file? And are you alive? At least she asked in that order, as opposed to asking you, are you alive first? She knew her priority. She said the content was more important than your life at all times. So because just, content just is king. Content is king. Or, or just, just really royal is what it would be. But getting back to your topic about uh, delayed post-production, uh, we one time, and I kid you not, we had three years past the actual interview date. We We had a whole feature, The Lost Episodes of our podcast <laughs> and can I, legitimately can I share I, you, you, I have two of those right share. now I have two, two that are at least three years old oh, and I know bad. like I'm like if I ever saw either of these people online or something I would duck I would duck and be like I, I feel so ashamed I think if you're a podcast host and you set expectations as to when the episode will actually happen and you fail to deliver on that okay that's that's on you but if you don't set any expectations, I, I I don't I don't think it's that bad. It it could it would be terrible. But you know, bringing it to our sports analogies, which you and I like to do, it would be along the lines of you know, hey, I got a ticket to the game, and that game is in the season of 2026, right? You know, like when you know you know, let's go yeah. to the game. Oh, we're going. Yeah, we got tickets. When three years from now. So it, it would that's kind of what you know you want some kind of proximity to where that is. But the postseason being delayed is a wonderful way of putting it. I like the, your terminology. There. Yeah. So are you then saying that the solution here, podcasters, listen up, is that you should just never set expectations for your guests, just completely leave them in the dark? Is that the move? So we're really good on on one particular podcast we have. We are pretty scheduled, mostly because we we kind of care about our our guests. No, we care very much about our guests. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, unpacking of implications there, but let's keep going. <laughs> but uh, I also find that if we're, we believe content is king, we love to get that content out. And if it goes too long, I, I, I legitimately will feel guilty about it. I, I will real like to your point about running into someone. I, I don't even I, I'm, if I, that email came in for me saying, hey, any chance our episodes coming out soon? I'd like the That's sooner brutal. than later. Yeah. But set you should set some expectations. Yes. But setting no expectations would be completely unfair. That would All be right, Lou, let, let's advice. get real vulnerable. Let's get real vulnerable together. Okay. We're okay. gonna we're you got the hot mic in front of you. So here's the question for you. Um, I, I guess to set it up, have you always had someone helping you with production or did you ever edit your own episodes? No. Oh, I, I to this day, 
I still get involved in the editing process for two reasons. One, I'm the fastest gun in the West. Pew, pew, pew. Clip cut. Uh, I, rubber bands. I, I literally, this is terrible. I have, I have edited podcasts, not blind, but deaf. I have literally did my headphones weren't working and I just ballparked lining up guest, my thing, intro, outro, kind of put where it should be, even had music incorporated where it would bleed and fade that it is. out. Did not even listen to it and put up the episode and it was pretty damn good. That is bold. Um, yes, um, not not often, but I do still do get involved in editing the episodes um, when needed. Uh, my my amazing team of interns do it most of the time, mostly because uh, they can handle many more at once than I can. But that's just the the reality. So I do get involved. Yeah, I still get in it. Hmm. Do you? Uh, so I until very so I've gone through different phases throughout my podcasting life. Um, I for I would say if you look at the the entire body of my podcasting, uh, I've edited more than I haven't. So I've probably edited roughly eighty percent of eighty eighty five ninety percent a lot of them right. Um, and I don't know if that's a control thing, if it was just, I was too lazy to find somebody to delegate it to, but, uh, I now have a pretty good process, uh, and, and my producer is, is crushing it and she's great. Um, but the, uh, the other thing about the, uh, the delays that I found is that where I ran into the biggest delay was, um, I, I had planned a shift, uh, from shareable over to rogue. And I was going to do rogue as like this big, long storytelling thing where I was going to like chop it. Like it was going to be very like this American life serial. Like I was just going to chop it up and like use <laughs> clips of interview and then interludes of me talking and the whole thing. And I, I had this whole big idea and I had one half finished pilot and I told the people I was talking to, this is what I'm going to do. So we recorded in this alternative way. And then I just completely abandoned the idea because it was so much work. And I found what I realized is that the secret to post game delays and to avoiding them is you got to just get the editing down to the bare minimum. Like Slap on yeah. an intro, slap on an outro. Like, unless somebody's like, hey, I really put my foot in my mouth there. I'd really love it if you cut that part. Or I hear them say something that I'm like, that's that's not going to represent well on you. Um, for the most part, I just, here's the here's the, here's the the whole interview that's happening. Here's the intro, here's the outro. We out. That's the whole thing. So I, I try to uh, cut out any sort of like creative decisions that need to be made. So it gets just, just right to the ballpark, right to the, uh, right to the finish line. Like editing it without hearing it. I, I yeah, like that. that. Maybe, maybe that not, maybe not the best move. <laughs> not a best move, but I will tell you, it actually episode got a lot of listens. Uh, the, the, here's what I I think is the most important thing for all your hosts out there. I think a good practice is to at least get it into a system or a queue really fast, mm -hmm. um, and know and and as best as you can set the expectation. But uh, you know, understand that certain times of the year things might get delayed. I just I wanted to get this point about you know some people love editing. I'm going to give a shout out. Michelle Katz, who hosts uh, uh, Thank Cornell Thank You, is actually what it's called. Uh, it looks like Cornell U, but it's got the thank in the middle. And she has a dedicated show towards all these amazing Cornell alumni, and she features them, and, and um, along with her amazing host and the two of them. But she loves the editing. She loves to edit. She loves to get in there and do all the stuff. Like she's like like that's her thing. And then there are people who hate it. Uh, but timeliness and setting up a, a, a good calendar and sticking to it. Is, is just going to help you so that the podcast doesn't run away from you or you end up having guests see you when you walk into them and go, hey, how about that interview we did four years ago? Yeah, but you're making me think of something that's, I think, a, a really important part, maybe a, a maybe a good point to close on, which is the um, the setting expectations thing versus also like busy season, right? Like, so I know you've had times where it's like you've, you've got 
20 episodes maybe stacked up or something, right? Like you've had so many different conversations with people and, you know, maybe you had like a, a series of days where you just had it open. So you had a bunch of interviews, so you get them all stacked up. You got to set expectations in that setting where it's like, sorry, I have 10 guests in front of you. Um, yeah. So then you're kind of like letting people know, hey, don't expect this to go out, you know, in the next week. It's probably going to take about 10 weeks. So I think there's a balance between setting expectations versus setting yourself up for failure. Uh, if you if you sign yourself up for something that was a little too ambitious. One more point to this, because a lot of people come to us, both you and me for our other shows to promote something that has a launch date or yeah. has um, a release date. And they're trying to get that out as near to that date as possible. We work with that. Like I've met yeah. people who are not sensitive to when the date of the episode comes out. They're like, Hey, whenever it comes out, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Um, Just let me know. Other, yeah. Some people have some purpose and they're like, I really want this episode to drop the week of when my book comes out or the mm. week before it or whatever. And I'm like, okay, that, and, we'll, and we'll accommodate to that. It could be problematic at times because, you know, like now you'll get a whole bunch of other episodes. And you're like, oh, I forgot about this one or whatever it might be. So managing your, uh, the, the post-production, important stuff, just as important as managing the episode itself. So but I, know I, I like setting expectations um, and, yeah. and giving a timeline. Uh, I want to ask you one more question before we go, because I just yeah. thought of it. But um, I know on Thrive, for the most part, you list the number and the guest's name. Um, and I've noticed that at some point you also have a title to the episode, but I know you have other podcasts. I'm curious, uh, when do you come up with the title for the episode generally? Great, great question. So I'm going to use two examples of the show. Uh, nine times out of 10, the guest has kind of given us what that title should be. It might be the name of their book. It might be a program they're running uh, or something that we hit upon that within that conversation. Um, maybe it's their business. Maybe it's a, it's a tagline of their business or something like that. So, so that that part will set up pretty early. <laughs> but, but many times when it's just a casual conversation, something literally, the name of the episode comes out in the actual episode of the in the conversation. Yeah, happens that has lot. happened often. Yes. And I actually like that better. Uh, Evan Money and I do the show, uh, Diamond Cuts, Money Talks. Evan, uh, Diamond Cuts, Money Talks. It's a sports show about life, leadership, the NFL. And in that podcast, the title is is unearthed in our conversation. And that's it. It always is something funny that has happened. And that becomes the title, making you want to listen to it. So we're getting we're getting good at that. But uh, when um, when it's an interview guest of that person, we want to relate it to who that person is so they can connect. So yeah, but we do it. the numbers too. Yeah. The the numbers it. Does are... it make me a diva that I would never let a guest tell me what the title of the episode is? And I would never, I would never agree to it. I, I will always name my own episode. And because I think part wait, of it is- I don't think me... they're, wait, I want to clarify. They're not yeah. giving me the title. No, I mean, with, but like- but the content that they have, we're saying, oh, let's just use that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like me, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I know what your book title is called. I'll <laughs> come up with the names here, buddy. It's my show, Buster. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I called it the speakeasy lovable leader when I had you on the podcast, but that was intentional because we were focused on both of our books at that particular point. So yeah, I think that's, fair. you know, all right. Well, to all of our guests out there, these are things to think about when you're doing it. Just, you know, plan it out, whatever yeah, works for you. You know, the more you can plan ahead, the better systems you can have, especially the more help you can have that are. right there. That's really going to help you with your, uh, with getting things out on time and not having any, uh, you know, post uh, postseason delays. Uh, so that's our advice here from the Post Pod Show. It's the Post Pod Show. You've been listening to the Post Pod Show, part of the Shareable Podcast Network. 
you can listen to the PostPod show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to check us out on the Good Pods app, where you can follow, listen, and connect directly to Lou and Jeff and all of the PostPod show episodes. You can also find this program on jgibber.com, where you'll learn about all of the incredible things that Jeff Gibbard has going on, as well as at thriveloud.com, where you can check out everything going on in Lou Diamond's world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Post Pod Show, part of the Shareable Podcast Network. You can listen to The Post Pod Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to check us out on the Good Pods app, where you can follow, listen, and connect directly to Lou and Jeff and all of The Post Pod Show episodes. You can also find this program on jgibber.com, where you'll learn about all of the incredible things that Jeff Gibbard has going on, as well as at thriveloud.com, where you can check out everything going on in Lou Diamond's world. Thanks for listening.